0: Heat 14 podcast and the Jays are all the motherfucking way back. Holy shit. I'm only joined by JR Avery is boarding a plane. No idea what he's doing. Guy couldn't soak some data for the boys, whatever. That's on him. Uh JR, how are you doing, man?
1: Good, man. What a I don't think we could ask for a better way to, to come back from this break. Just unbelievable. I mean, that. Honestly like I know we said
0: this last time like before the break that we had fun watching baseball. This is the most fun I've had watching the Blue Jays and I I can I can genuinely I think I can say this year like the whole the whole year this mm-hmm. is the most fun I've had watching the Toronto Blue Jays. I mean it was insane. You kick it off, you come back from an All-Star break and you put up a 28 spot on Friday. It was just I mean and listen, the Red Sox stink, right? Like they they
1: suck. Yeah, I didn't know uh coach was coming back our first base coach was coming back that game I realized kind of like in the third inning um I didn't I don't know if they announced it before uh the game but like obviously the boys we thought like this was going to be the answer when it you know when it first happened yeah and we heard that some of the players were down but obviously I think it's brought a huge spark to this team uh him back and obviously the boys played their ass off and they didn't let up man we just kept going which was just great to see. I mean, fuck the fuck the Red Sox, right? <laughs> it was
0: it was one of the wildest series I think I've ever watched because that Friday game where usually on like when teams come back from all star breaks, they're a little bit slow. They had like a time off, some days off, and shit like that. You're like, all right, maybe that'll be a little bit of a slow start. No, 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 no. The Jays hit get twenty nine hits on Friday. I couldn't even believe it. I, I, it was one of the craziest things of all time. And to top it off, you have guys, the whole lineup had a minimum of two hits. The whole lineup. Two hits. So Tapia, three for seven. Guerrero, two for four. Kirk, three for four, three for six. Bichette, three for five. I mean, this was one of the craziest games. Guriel was six for seven with five RBIs. I mean, that Friday game, I tweeted it multiple times. I never wanted it to end.
1: It was the greatest game I ever watched it was awesome and twitter was was great for it too um but no just an absurd game that just but well, i mean you can't ask. you literally can't ask for a better game to come back from the break like literally it was and listen and
0: maybe you could talk me off of this but part of me wanted to start roasting people that were like no don't don't fire montoyo don't fire montoyo i wanted to be like you can't fucking celebrate this. Like, this is ours. We wanted Montoyo fired, and Schneider went, well, what was it? Is he 7-1 and one since he took yeah, over? Yeah, we've
1: won, we've won the last six. Yeah, um, so he, so he's 7-1. Yeah, and, one. and one. Yeah, because he lost the
0: uh, opening against the Royals, and then he won the second game against the uh, Phillies. But, yeah, part of me wanted to be like, all those clowns out there that were like, don't fire Montoyo, don't fire Montoyo, don't fire Montoyo, it's not his problem. Well, see what happens when you get a new voice in the locker room. I'm not going to give him the full credit, John Schneider, because obviously the bats showed up. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the Jays needed a, a kick in the balls, and that's what happened. And John Schneider is clearly that guy. The players respect him. And we'll
1: talk about that Manoa moment on Saturday. Yeah. What a moment that was. No, that's that's exactly, like, the moment, like, I don't think people, some people don't realize, like, oh, well, he was just, like, he didn't really manage the team, Charlie. But, like, those moments right there makes a difference, right? Like, obviously, they respect Schneider. And I don't Charlie in that instant, like he's not doing anything. Let's be honest. I mean, we've seen this multiple times and Snyder knows how to deal with it. And he sat him down and and kind of calmed down Manoa to be like, Hey, look, like, I know things get heated, but you know, we need your head in the game type thing. Um, And Manoa respects the shit out of him. You can just sell that. We've seen before where Manoa and Charlie have gone back and forth before when he's gotten pulled when he didn't think he'd get pulled. Um, but no, I think that moment right there was kind of like these all these guys respect Snyder, which is just great to see, and that's what we want to see. Um, with this move, that's what we want to see. The guys have to be a little bit scared, like, you want to play for your manager, and I think this is the guy they want to play for.
0: it's It's been a crazy, I, I mean, and he's and obviously, like, his bullpen decisions have been great. Mm-hmm. He's implemented Jimmy Garcia as the setup guy, and obviously, we'll talk about that in a little bit as well. Uh, Jimmy Garcia, but. He's playing the guys in the proper situations. Like he's taking pitchers out with two outs that he thinks maybe should be like for today. David Phelps got taken out with two outs. I just think I think the way he's managing this team right now is great and not Manoa moment. So for people that don't know that, obviously, if you don't have Internet, which is wild because it was all over the Internet. So Alec Manoa strikes out Bobby Dalbeck, I believe it was right. It was Bobby Dalbeck. And Mm -hmm. he's looking at him and saying, sit, sit down, bitch, sit down, bitch, or something along those lines. And obviously it was like, whatever moment. I don't think Dalbeck was originally chirping him or maybe he was maybe like, we don't, obviously don't know that, but Manoa was emptying the tank as they say. And John Schneider comes up to him in the dugout and he puts his arm around him and he's pretty much, I'm assuming what he's saying is, I love that energy. I love that Mm -hmm. fire out of you, but there's different ways to transform that energy. Like, do it towards us where you fire the boys up. Mm-hmm. Don't do it and fire the opposing team up. He put his arm around him, which is what something that I can never see Charlie Montoya doing just based <laughs> off the fact that he's probably scared of Manoa and Manoa looked at it and Manoa loves John Schneider. I think in the post game mm-hmm. comments, he said something along the lines of, I respect him. He respects me. And he listens like he listens or something along those lines where he they were talking about mutual respect there. So it was an awesome interaction. That's, that's my manager. That's my manager.
1: Yeah. And that, like, I love to see, I don't know about you, Johnny, but just seeing Manoa, man, like we needed a dog. I love that dog. And Um, it. I think the, the point was like not to yap like at them directly, because what you could do is it could turn against the Jays and they could fire yeah. up the other bench, right. When they're down type thing, you know? Uh, but no, Manoa was fantastic. And I don't know, I'm surprised he came out like that. Like, to be honest, like yappy, like he did it to Frankie too. Like he's pretty much just sit the fuck down. Like, I don't know. Like maybe he was, Hey man, he's amped up, man. He's ready for a big second half. Um, But no, I love to see it, but I could see the side where it was like, okay, like, let's take a step back, fire up the boys, but, like, don't don't yap at the other team type thing. Yeah, Especially but- their fucking bottom of the order who sucks shit. I mean, Bobby Dalvik sucks.
0: Oh, he's terrible. And so is Frenchie Cordero. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. That dude is like you, so trash. We
1: saw what happened with uh, Devers. Similar situation, but not to that. But the Canadian there uh, for Cleveland, remember that? He, like, sallied really hard after striking out Devers. Devers just stared him down, and the next... AB took him yard, right? And slowly, <laughs> that would have been a bad look for Manoa if that would have happened. It was, con- was, was contro. Well, Bobby took Manoa yard early in the game, I believe. Yeah, he did. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know if something happened there. Maybe something happened that we didn't see on TV um, yeah. to Manoa, or, or he was just really invested in that game. Could have been.
0: No, but we got to talk about the Boston Red Sox. I mean, the Boston Red Sox, the defensive performance that they put on this weekend was pound for pound, one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen. I don't care if you're a Jays fan, Yankee fan, Red Sox fan. We can all come to an agreement that that defensive performance that was on the field at Fenway Park by the Boston Red Sox this weekend was horrid. I mean, you're talking about Duran in center field, lets a Mm pop fly go behind him and just shows no initiative to run back and like at least pretend he cared that he dropped the ball like that. That, We'll talk about that. That was wild. What the
1: fuck? What was that? What was he doing? I like genuinely like I don't know like he lost it which I don't know if he actually lost it maybe he did um but he just didn't run and the guy I guess the what he was thinking was the guy was already there but like it looks really bad on him man like at least try and run back like you look like an idiot yeah the only guy yeah. that that could do that is, like, Manny Ramirez because
0: yeah. he's just nasty, and it's just yeah. Manny being Manny. Like, that's He's also one of the
1: fastest guys on the team, too, right? Like, if yeah. it was a slow guy and right, okay, yeah. Like, I'm not getting the ball before this guy, but, I mean, Duran has very good speed. And then, obviously, yeah. like, there was tons. Like, and
0: then I think a couple seconds after that or a couple innings after that, pop up to the catcher. No man's land just drops in between them. It was just, I mean... I don't know if it was cursed or I don't know what it was, but this Red Sox team, and I'm going to pat myself on the back. I said they were poverty last podcast. And I think Avery, I'm going to keep giving them ricochet shots episode was laughing at me. They are embarrassed. Like they stink.
1: Like they, they could be sellers (laughs) legit at the deadline. They, they could be sellers. It was dude. It was so bad. The first game, like that team was so depleted. And I remember the, I think it was Tapia and, uh, he ran out a ball. I don't even remember this. It was hit the Jeter Downs. And uh, he, he ran into the first baseman because Vasquez like played it like no other first baseman. And I remember Shulman and them were like, no first baseman like pretty much saying, like this is what happens in these games. You play guys that don't know how to play a position. They're pretty much low-key like just roasting. like That never happens in the majors. When a play like that, you don't go for the ball as a first baseman or you're going to get plowed. And he got plowed. It was wow. like... I couldn't believe it. Like and then today, three consecutive
0: plays, bases loaded, ground ball to third base, Jeter mm-hmm. Downs hits. I forgot who it was in the back while he's sliding into home, so he's safe. And then he makes an error at third. And then the the pitcher forgets where first base is, oversteps first, and gets hurtled by Vladdy. If I'm a Red Sox fan, I genuinely don't know how I could watch another like another Red Sox game the rest of the year like that. That is, I'm, I, I'm look, put, putting it in another perspective.
1: If that was the Jays, I think I'd, I, I don't know what I would oh do. God. I would be depressed. When we sent Vladdy in the first inning, I'm like, why are we sending him? He is going to get, be out by a mile. Like that was hit pretty hard to the left fielder and he bobbled it. And I was like, what is happening with this Red Sox team?
0: The Red Sox stink, like dude. And, and and speaking about that as well, I mean the the Tampa Bay Rays suck too. They just lost a series to the mm. fucking Royals this weekend. <laughs> like, that's, that's bad. And and speaking, like all things considered, man, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this uh standings. And I'm looking at the wild card. The, the The Mariners just got swept. Robbie Ray gave up 11 hits, five runs t- today against the Astros. The the Red Sox stink. The White Sox just beat the Guardians in a series so the Guardians aren't that impressive anymore. And the Rays just lost series to the to the fucking Royals, dude. Like in my opinion, the, the those predictions we made are not the craziest predictions. I genuinely do think the Jays are going to finish first in the wild card. If they could just at least play decent baseball, the teams they're competing with aren't good. Like the Mariners aren't good and you said that too. The Mariners aren't going to make a splash. Who knows? Maybe they will, but the Mariners aren't good, the Red Sox damn well aren't good, the Guardians, I'm not worried about the Guardians at all. And then the fucking the I mean the Rays stink. It's it's a it, everything's coming up Blue Jays is what I'm trying to say here.
1: No, yeah, I agree. I think that it looks good. I mean, you look at our record right there. Um it's def like it's crazy though. Like you get these spurts, right? Like winning 6 in a row is just huge. Like just it's just huge. Like things can change fast. Uh, we've seen the Jays go on a win streak, but I expect – I also like that Snyder uh, isn't afraid to mix up the top four. Like, I know Gurriel, like he had him hitting three. That's
0: something Montoya would never do either.
1: Would never would never sniff Gurriel hitting up in the top four, right? Like, Bullshit. we'd never see that. It um, was insane. Even Tapia, like, I mean, I guess Montoya sometimes played Tapia at one. Um, But, dude, Tapia, like, we got to talk about this guy. Oh, right He's a grown man out there. He
0: <laughs> – dude, uh, and honestly, rarely we get like old takes exposed like in a good way, I guess, mm-hmm. like not exposed. But, dude, he only played in two games in the series. He went six for 12. He hit 500 with a triple, a double, and a home run. He hit for the cycle.
1: And t- he hit for the cycle this weekend. It's, it's going to be like if he continues to play well – I definitely expect Snyder to test him out in that one spot, like speed lefty. We need him at the top of the order. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he keeps this up. Like why not? I mean, I know he was hitting eight today, um, which was like, uh, I guess, cause I don't know. Was it lefty who, who started? They, they had a bullpen game right today. Yeah. It was bello. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but no, I wouldn't be surprised if Snyder gives him a shot at one. Especially with the injuries with George, yeah.
0: And I don't know, and there was a lot of um, how do I say it? What's the word for this? If someone does it, if 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 a guy on your side does it, you're like pumping the tires. What is it? Oh, uh, bandwagoner. No, there, no, it's 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 when it's your perspective, you're obviously whatever. I'll explain it. There was a lot of clowns on Twitter and a lot of Red Sox fans that were clowning Alec Manoa saying, whoa, dude, like what? Like, why, why are you like telling their team to go fuck themselves shit like that or go back to the fucking dugout? If if that was on your side, you would be fucking saying the same shit like, oh, what a bunch of pussies complaining about this. It's like, mm-hmm. first of all, it's a division matchup. One, yeah. the series is still it was one nothing at the time. So if Red Sox win that game, it's a split series. The Jays w- wouldn't plummet themselves or increase themselves to first place in the division and this sorry in the standings for the wild card you can show emotion on the mount, and it's the guys like Jared Carabas that like that pump the tires of guys that do that that jerk guys off that do that like i don't get how you can just be one way and then chirp the other when you're rooting on the other side of it you know what i mean you know what i mean i don't think i would no, been yeah, mad I if someone
1: know. did that to the jays i don't think if i would have i would have genuinely been mad maybe i would have no, I like that shit, man. Lance Lynn does it all the time. He does it more to himself, but like you see that. Like there's a couple dogs in the majors, but I love to see that shit. Um, even if it was against us, it just makes the game exciting, to be honest. <laughs> like I'm oh. more invested in the game when, when I have a guy on the mound showing emotion. Like I think it's part of the game. You see it when guys hit homers, like in a big spot. I mean, we saw what Naylor did earlier in the year when he was losing his goddamn mind. It's the same, it should be the same when a pitcher in a big moment
0: yeah no it's yeah the people that are just like obviously coming out and know it's like dude mm-hmm. it's about fucking time this team started showing emotion yeah. with shit yeah. man we haven't yeah. had that like in my mind the last time the Toronto Blue Jays showed like a high intensity amount of emotion was that Guriel catch in left field where he's on his like legs and he's just fucking fist pumping like he just made like a sick catch like mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time the Toronto Blue Jays played a series, of motion from the first inning to the last inning of Friday to Sunday. That whole series, it didn't matter what the score were. They were mashing. It was awesome to see. And by the way, that Matt Chapman prediction of yours aged very, very fucking
1: well on the Friday. I mean, he just shot on that baseball. People people were people were on that train. And everyone likes the, the Chapman 30 bombs uh, prediction. Um, definitely. I like, I'm a big mindset guy, man. And when I see someone who uh, knows they didn't play as well in the first half, I know what they're doing um, on that break and they're refocusing and and a new manager change too. Like, I think everything was lining up that Chapman could have a very strong second half.
0: And I mean, Chapman went, he said he was dog shit in the first half and then comes Mm -hmm. out of here in the Red Sox series and goes six for 13. That's if, if a guy in your fucking seven hole is going six for 13, I mean, mm-hmm. let's go here. It was yeah. crazy. I mean, just all those games. It was like, and <laughs> that Saturday, Friday game is obviously a one-off, but everything was firing on all cylinders. The bullpen was pretty good. And speaking about the bullpen, man, we got to talk about Jimmy Garcia, Jimmy yeah. Garcia. I'll read the stat here, Jr. So Avery sent us a chat. You can't be here. Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> Jimmy Garcia has had two blowups this year. And we are no, we know what games talking about. I believe mm-hmm. it was a Red Sox game another game. If you take away those two blowups, he's given up 3 earned runs in 31 innings, a 0.87 ERA. We got we wow. got to start giving this guy his flowers, man. He has become one of the best setup guys we've had in a very very long last last year we didn't even have a fucking setup guy. Jimmy yeah. Garcia before Jordan Romano is lights out as of late and I'm all in on it. I love Jimmy Garcia. He's so good.
1: I think he sort of has gone under the radar in the past like a little bit where we kind of like forgot about him a little bit. Um, But he started off like people forget man this guy in this first like nine appearance like his ERA was fucked. He was unbelievable to start the year. Um, But no that just shows man like he's obviously been really good. We brought him in to be the setup man pretty much um paying him 14 mil oh i 14 mil for two years i think um i think that's right i don't know something like that um or 10 mil a year or something like that but no he's definitely paying like like he's getting paid decent change um he's a very good pitcher he was a very good pitcher last year and i think that he could take up this setup man role that's yeah. that's crazy a lot of people don't realize like people just think that he's average but really he's been elite
0: yeah. And, and then, and listen, we're going to get a lot of people in the comment section because I'm obviously going to clip that. And they're going to say, oh, so if you take away his bad starts, he had a blah, blah, blah. Well, if you mm-hmm. include those dog shit starts, so he has a 273 ERA. Yeah. That's, still <laughs> I mean,
1: that's, that's uh-huh. still
0: good out of the bullpen. Like, no. And, and we're not talking like, oh, take away all his bad It's two bad appearances in a full, like, uh, uh, more than half of a season. Like, and a 273 ERA is that's good for a setup guy, for Christ's sakes. That might be better than what Romano's been doing lately, I'm pretty sure. But man, this has been fun to watch, bro. I mean, this mm-hmm. team is oh, this team fucks right now.
1: This team fucks a lot. I know I don't want an off day. I'm pissed off they have an off day tomorrow. Yeah, no, man. You gotta, we gotta keep the train rolling. Like everyone's hitting, like Jano, too, man. Like, can we talk about him? Oh, dude, he's been outstanding this year. Like no one expected a year like this from him. The difference that Danny Jansen makes behind the
0: plate is something mm-hmm. that not a lot of people maybe realize, man. I mean, when he was injured, the bullpen was trash, starting pitching yeah. was trash, Barrios was just whatever Barrios was. You throw Danny Jansen back in the mix from injury, and all the starting pitchers are just on the loose. Kevin Gossman, not having pitching anymore. He's not doing all that stuff, not hanging balls and stuff like that. Barrios has been, we've mentioned his stats last, I mean, last three appearances been lights out 27 punches or whatever in 17 innings. And I mean, everyone and Ross Stripling looked dynamite again today too. So man, Danny Jansen is like an asset to this team that you just simply can't trade, man. If you put a gun to my head, I'm giving up Moreno at the snap of a finger before Jano like Jano is something he can hit whatever, like hitting's the bonus. He is so good behind the dish. And so good with these pitchers that it's like, you can't lose this guy, man, because he's just what he does behind the plate.
1: No. Yeah. I think some people forget too. like, Kirk is only 23 years old. Moreno is what? 22, 21, maybe. Yeah. It's like two year difference, um, man. But no one is there from a veteran presence to actually teach these kids. Right. Like they're kids, like, and Jano's obviously become like a veteran. And I think it, the most important position to have like a veteran is the catcher position. Like thinking about the field. I mean, pitcher, like you, like there's so many pitchers. You're going to have at least one guy that can teach you the ropes, but catcher, man, like if Jano's not there, who the hell's really, they're looking up to. Well, like, we saw, no, we got a taste of it without Jano, man. And it did not yeah. taste good. It tasted like I, shit. I actually chuckled when uh Zach Collins got into the game. Um <laughs> And Schulman and them were like, you got to take advantage of these ABs. You never and know when it's your 2. last. And he hasn't hit since June 9th. It's bad. Yeah. I, <laughs> at this point, man, you just
0: got to DFA the dude, man, or release yeah. them. Like, I mean, would, him. Like,
1: it's not benefiting anyone. It's not benefiting anyone having him no, here. I feel really, bad I'm for ha- him. I'd rather have just some speedy dude that we can pinch run. Yeah. Like, Zim- I mean, Zimmer couldn't even get <laughs> – and you want to talk Zimmer. about Bradley Zimmer.
0: This that guy couldn't even maybe had, he couldn't even get a hit off of a position player.
1: <laughs> he went over one. They pinch hit him, and he didn't get hit off a position player. <laughs> when you pinch hit a guy who's a defensive specialist and hitting one ten, uh, you know you you were doing a horrendous job right now in this game. And that pitcher was shit. Like, oh my god, he was throwing meatballs, and Zimmer didn't even touch the ball.
0: It was so bad, dude. Like. And yeah, he he comes into the game, goes 0 for two in a 28, like against guys that have no business being there. Mm-hmm. His OBP is 212. And let me pull this up. I, I saw a stat. Okay. This is a crazy thing about Zimmer that I have to talk about. So Tapia or sorry, Guriel got six hits on on Friday. Mm-hmm. Bradley Zimmer has eight hits all year. <laughs> you should have tweeted that you should Lord have posted on the instagram almost got more hits in one game than tapia has in the whole season and and wait, people you, in the wait, comments Timmer, i know right? he's a good fielder i know he's a good fielder and he's fast i'm fine with that he just can't hit a fucking lick and that stat is objectively f- incredibly funny
1: that is so funny oh my god he is dude i actually to be honest, like I. Like, how are you... Like, I get it. He's fast and he's good defensively. But, like, how are you a major league player? And has been for a decent amount of time. I Do we not have some guy in Buffalo that can play the outfield? Like, can't Tapia play center instead of him when when Springer's out and we could find someone to play right or left that's better than Zimmer? (laughs) It's... I don't know. It's like... I know he's
0: good defensively, man. It's just... Holy Christ, bro. It's... It's tough to watch at the plate. Like, if you're not getting hits off position players, it's just – it's terrible. It's it's a tough look. It really is.
1: It, it's a tough look.
0: It is a really tough look. And I know – listen, I, 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 I'm I top into of the game. I know if you aren't getting consistent at bats, it's hard to adjust. Yeah, it's but we're talking of a, a position player, right? <laughs> like, it's just it, – it's bad. Oh. It's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. But uh, we will got to go back into the positive parts, man. I mean, mm-hmm. Calvin Biggio was awesome this weekend. Yeah. The de- no, This is one I love watching the game when the depth guys are buzzing. The depth guys. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. I think that, man, dude, if Biggio, like we talked about before the year, we needed a lefty uh, to have a decent year. We talked about that out of that group. Um, obviously, Tappy has been showing, like, you know what he can do and it's been way better than what we expected but Biggio's always been a guy that it just depends on if he can keep it up really man like we've seen some flashes where we've apologized um but i think i don't know i just need to see him consistently put up good ab's and <laughs> it was a, definitely a good sign but i just feel like tomorrow we could go back to him fucking just having a horrendous game
0: we got to talk about jeremy beasley the elephant in the room. Oh you and I God. were having a field day in the oh group chat God. about it. He comes in the game on Friday when the Jays are up by God, like 25-26 and he is re- re- he is doing the the rosemary or whatever the fuck it's called. What's that thing called? He he's doing. Okay, well, the, he, he's he, saying the Hail Mary on the mound when he, he in a twenty five run game.
1: He <laughs> he first of all he looks like he should be in prison and. He, I was kind of like, first when he was warming up, I was like, this guy's chucking it pretty like pretty hard. It was like 95, but he literally doesn't have an off-speed pitch. <laughs> and I just remember him shaking shaking something off in a 27-run game, ball game. And fucking Vasquez just puts him absolutely dead center deep <laughs> off him. Yeah, but you're never shaking off a pitch again. And it's then um, he bad. lets one go. He, the nine-hitter hits one off the green monster, and the ends the inning, takes off his hat to pray. Like, (laughs) thank you, God. I was like, this... We laughed in the chat. I was like, who is this guy? And Shulman and them, they were kind of like, oh, this guy, he could give us multiple innings. Like, he's done it before. Like That's the only situation. We're winning by 25. If he can't give us three, then we're fucking... This guy's terrible.
0: That's the only situation you put that guy in. Yeah. Right. Like, because yes. <laughs> honestly, he was throwing just straight up cock shots, oh just letting God. the fastball eat. He yeah. is. Uh, he's
1: horrendous. Like
0: he's terrible. He's his, so bad. His
1: breaker is like he can't control it. It's way too hard. And that's all he has. That's all I saw. He threw. His ERA is five five four. <laughs> in in the majors or in uh, the Buffalo? majors.
0: Like it, he's terrible, dude. He really is. I mean. Ca- you want to talk about the starters, though? I mean, Kevin Gossman, mm-hmm. 10 punches in five innings. Cha ching. That dude continues to just impress me with his shit. I thought, I, I thought with the tipping of the pitches, we're like, uh oh, we saw like the, t- the, we saw how good he was, like th- how, like, obviously at the start of the year. And I was like, maybe he's going to come back to life and go back to Baltimore Orioles, Kevin Gossman. No, 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 no. This dude, since that tipping pitches, I believe in Minnesota uh, against Minnesota has just been, he fucks. He fucks. Yeah. He's so good.
1: No, man. like he, He's he been like, God. It's just these guys with high strikeout upside, man. We got three of them. We got three guys with huge high strikeout upside. And it's Barrios, Manoa, and, and Gosman. Um, so, I mean, I don't think we really have that in the pen. Uh, so, it kind of balances out, to be honest. Like, our strikeout guys are in the rotation, not in the pen. I mean, Jordan yeah. could strike out guys, but we talked about that. We don't have, it's, it is weird. It's usually the opposite on teams, but we seem to have it where our rotation is strikeout heavy. And let, let's talk about some of the free agents that left the Jays in the off
0: season. Do you guys listeners remember uh, when a guy by the name of Marcus Simeon didn't said he didn't want to play second base anymore signed for the Texas Rangers, as a second base, second baseman. And now he's on a team that's forty-three and fifty-one. Who we called in this podcast, were are going to be dog shit this year. Good signing, Marcus Simeon. a boy, that's a good fucking team to go to. The Texas Rangers. We knew they were going to be trash. You cannot. I mean, they're the they're the angels of Texas. Like they have mm-hmm. two good guys with uh, Seeger and uh, Simeon, and then the rest of the guys are pathetic. Like that. That's who they are. Could you imagine Simeon on this team? If he Fall had the same back. year he had last year, holy shit. He
1: would he would have been huge. Like obviously, we I mean Espinol's really stepped it up, but I think we might see a little bit of uh a fallback there, which is expected. I mean Espinol isn't his job isn't it was never gonna be to be what you know he was playing, being a being a three ten hitter. Like we can't expect that ever from him, to be honest, like sustain, But if we had Simeon like a veteran, um, it'd be interesting if we add someone like that man at the deadline, just like a veteran, uh, for that infield potentially to play some second base.
0: Shout out to Avery by the way, who said uh, the Jays were going to get Daniel Vogelbach, and then like two hours later, he signs or he gets traded to the Mets. So stay hot, Avery. Stay hot, man. Out of boy. I think yeah. And then uh, another guy we can go into is a guy by the name of Robbie Ray pitches today mm-hmm. against the houston astros three innings 10 hits six earned runs one strikeout two nukes 390 era and he's making more than gossman i mean that contract
1: looks shittier and shittier by the day he is there i'm happy there's just no out. way no one want like i didn't want robbie right back i did not trust that shit for how much he signed like simeon was even this thing where it's like i don't know if i could i'd not sign this guy for six plus years like
0: yeah, it, the Jays, right? dodge like how bullets. can you trust that they dodge bullets? Yeah. I mean, if you want to go head to head, I mean, the Jays, they lose Robbie Ray and they get Kevin Gossman, who's been fucking lights out, lights out this year, sub three yeah. or I believe it's at three on the dot. And then you also get rid of Marcus Simeon and then Espinall slides right in there. All star, mm-hmm. whatever. And he's been good. So, yeah, it's just it's just a it's a it's a nightmare way. It's, an, it's a nightmare way to look at it if, if you're another team and you sign these guys because the Jays have been able to, like, function pretty decently without two of the main guys that were on that team last year. Yeah, no, for sure. And, we, and by the way, we got – so, Avery, by the way, Avery's posting Insta stories with females. What's up with that? I was, I, I was waiting for some of our listeners to send it to us and be like, is Avery back, question mark? Is
1: Avery just, like, the PEI Dawn now? What, what's the deal with that? Did he bring that up to you? He like it's literally been going around like my entire friend group like baseball like it was brought up today like is Avery like what's going on there? Maybe he like, went there that wasn't a family trip. Maybe, maybe he was down they, there to visit a female. He took the All-Star break serious like he's hunting <laughs> for females. He's in love, man. Shout out Avery, congrats Avery if you're listening yeah, to this man, love.
0: congratulations. Um Found we love, love to see AI. you. The craziest thing was the story post. Like, I was like, whoa. I was like, like, that's an Avery thing. Maybe Avery falls in love quick.
1: Maybe he's a a romantic. He, like, it's his thing to say, like, I fell in love. Like, he always (laughs) says that. Um, But we never usually, like, hear about the girl again. Uh, But this one was in a very uh, new scenario where, like, we actually, like, there was a story. And then there was a second story, repost story.
0: Maybe get in the comment section, hashtag Avery's back on uh, yeah. the insta post tomorrow cuz you he might
1: he's, be it, he i'm expecting him next podcast to come in full confidence that like he's this guy he's got to be on the moon right now
0: and and although another thing for listeners the Jays start losing games here you can specifically blame avery for not showing yes. up to this podcast avery will be the mush so i just want to be clear cause... on that yeah
1: this is like after a after a performance like this like you mark this down i know we say must watch you he record on must. the fucking it's a, plane it's a
0: must attend You record on the plane. Yeah, you record on the plane if you have to. Yeah, it's just... Man, that was wild. That was a wild... It was a wild weekend. Um, The Jays are all the way back. I I literally, like, I'm just giddy in my boots looking forward to the next game. And then another thing that I wanted to bring up is... uh, Obviously, it's going to be a TikTok comment. There is people in the comments that can't comprehend how good Soto is. Is that crazy to you? Like, I don't know if you read some of them.
1: No, I, I was looking at it. I was looking at the comments. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't know if it's because he's like, I mean, he is flashy. I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't have that name value to the average baseball fan out but there. The, like for the people so that good. don't
0: understand, like giving up. Look at, his,
1: look at his fucking baseball savant for anyone who doesn't. <laughs> and you'll see how fucking ridiculous this guy is in baseball. We're talking about a guy. Who,
0: who, by the way, is younger than majority of the prospects that you would trade for him during mm-hmm. the minor leagues. He's younger than Bo, by the way. So you want to talk about you don't want kind to of give up the future. This motherfucker yeah. is the future. Mm-hmm. He is the future. He was 19 years old, and he hit 295 with a 932 OPS in Major League Baseball at 19 years old. Bo Bichette was in Lansing, Michigan playing fucking high A at that time. Like we're not talking about a Joe Schmo here. This dude came runner up rookie of the year to Ronald Acuña Jr who was substantially older than him. He was 19 years old. This guy is 19. He's going to be a 3000 hit guy, 500 home run guy easily. He started a league when he was 19. So for the people saying you can't give up the future, he is younger than every prospect that you would trade for. Maybe not Big Dick Rick, But other guys, he is so young that it's like it's just delusional to even like think, to think like
1: it's it's crazy. It's absurd. It's absurd. I mean, like you see the money getting thrown around. You see the mock trades. There's been a couple uh, what the ask has been. And I think the Nationals are obviously asking for too much. No one can afford to give that. But um, I think he gets dealt. Man, I think there actually is bad blood. I don't think it's just the media stirring it up. I think Soto genuinely wants out. He doesn't like where the organization is going. My favorite comment, it's my favorite comment was, it was, uh, if you get rid of Bo, Vladdy walks. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Vladdy would be
0: so mad. Vladdy Vladdy would be so mad to play with him, uh, a Dominican teammate that he's going to (laughs) play on the national team with, probably trains with in the offseason. Oh, he's going to be so mad. Oh, he's going to. Oh, Soto got traded here another Dominican who's disgusting a generational talent.
1: I'm walking. I'm leaving the Jays. There was a thing. Vlady commented on a guy's like uh, jersey swap of like Soto and just said like fire or something or like Yeah, eyes. he did. No, I saw that too. He did he, he didn't um, do that. He wants no, here. I think that it's it's just business. And I don't think Vlad, I don't think Vlad and Bo are as close as people think anymore. Like I they kind of seem like they also played in when they played double A together. Um, but like, they're not as, cl- I don't think they're as close as people think. And, and people and think they're like best friends. They're really people- not. No, <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they speak I, the same fucking language.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like,
1: I genuinely don't understand how they could be best friends when no, like I, it, it, they're I not don't see it. I think I always thought that it could happen where we talked about it, but Bo could get a little over his head and ask for too much here. I think he will. I think he will. I mean, he's got fucking Boris as his fucking agent, doesn't he? No. No? no I thought he did. No, he's not with Boris. Okay. Um, Soto
0: is. But oh, yeah, it's like we're talking about generational talent here. And I, I said it last podcast. Mm-hmm. I just read an article in the New York Post that uh the Cardinals are front
1: runners. See, they do have we were talking about it. I didn't Tons think that guys. they had the uh the pool of players to give up. I don't think they have any MLB ready players to give up. I don't know who they'd give up MLB ready.
0: They have tons of. I mean, Tommy Edmund maybe, um, I don't know. I think there'd be a pretty like decent package for sure. Uh, I definitely that. have
1: some young guys, some some flamethrowers too.
0: yeah, uh, yeah, they do they definitely do. And the, I don't know if you saw this. I, I uh, put it on our Instagram. Um, there was so three games, the uh, Red Sox played the Jays, where they got absolutely outscored by a million. Three proposals. Three proposals at the Red Sox games. If you're a fan and you propose to your what? uh, Girl or fiance, I guess, at the time, or girlfriend at the time, during a game when you are down 25, that is, listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm into jinx. I understand jinxes and I understand mushing things. That wedding is not, like, that. that is not going to last. That marriage is not, if you get proposed to and you accept it, in a game when it's 28 to three just know that you're doomed like you're few you guys are going to last a year or two. spend a shit ton on the on the wedding gonna be a messy breakup that's exactly what's gonna happen if i'm that guy that rings going back in my pocket
1: when i see that score and we're doing another day we're doing another day you have to pay though you have to soak it you have to soak it really you have to pay yeah to get those that's what i'm That's what I think you actually have to pay because they wouldn't do that for everyone or else people would do fake ones. Yeah. Like the 25. So you have to pay um, if you want to propose to someone. Uh, That's what, that's what I saw um, on the internet was that you pay. You didn't know that. I had no idea. I thought you just
0: like send a message. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, no. So, I mean, I don't think it's too expensive. I think what I heard was like a hundred to $300 range um but imagine watching like 25 runs go by and you're just like fuck gotta do it though you're looking at it and you're like imagine your wife or well your girlfriend not your wife yet but your girlfriend being like hey you want to leave early oh my god and she definitely said that there's no way in hell she wasn't like the girlfriend wanted to leave
0: yeah she was everyone else was leaving everyone left she there's no way she was like like how do you make if listen if I was in that scenario, I would go to her and I'd be like, "Listen, I had a proposal planned out. All right, I was going to propose to you today. Hey, we're not doing it. This is a tw- we're going to be cursed if I do this. And by the way, hmm. I'm almost positive maybe someone could speak up to this. Ninety nine point nine percent of women would rather not get proposed to at a fucking baseball game. Is that a crazy thing to say?
1: Literally, I don't think." <laughs> it's the corniest I don't know thing why of all they time. would I mean one it's like in front of a bunch of people which usually they don't really like um it's just like not as good setting to do that it's tight as shit too in that area I don't you're know. sweaty it's, just oh, it's so
0: greasy dude like and it makes it so awkward for the chick you know like it's yeah no awkward. i I can't I can't imagine like I'm pretty sure I think my I think my girlfriend actually said to me like never never proposed to me at a baseball game like never in a massive public setting like that it's the most awkward thing of all time i genuinely don't know why they do that it's crazy it's bad it's bad and um i mean yeah this was the yeah it was great we got to talk about the cardinals now i guess the car will preview the cardinal series (laughs) so aaron auto and goldschmidt aren't going to be playing which is so all time i can't wait to see whoever the fuck (laughs) The Cardinals play because they're they're pretty decent too. So it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be just a world class dog walking by the Toronto Blue Jays this week. I don't know who's going Game One though. Is it? Oh, it's Brios. Yeah, Brios going Game One, and I don't know who would be going Game Two. Castillo
1: probably. I can't wait till a week or two weeks before the season, before the end of the year when the games like really matter. People are gonna start really bashing the system for this non-vaccinated. But they weren't saying anything when the Jays had to fucking play in no. a minor
0: league stadium. Yeah. And mm-hmm. for the people for the people that are saying, well, like this is why we shouldn't play in Canada. It's bullshit rules, bullshit restrictions. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's the US. The US has the same restrictions on yeah. international travel if you're not a mm-hmm. US citizen. Like if you don't work there or live there. So one, shut up. Two. You weren't saying shit when the Jays never had a home game. They never mm-hmm. had a home game. They were playing in their spring training facility, and then they were playing in Buffalo. Were you saying, "Oh man, the Jays like this season doesn't count because the Jays like that"? You they weren't saying shit. You were fine with it. You didn't give a fuck. But now that you you guys have to deal with it, now you're speaking up, and I'm kind of hope I'm kind of hoping for chaos to the term where it's like. It's Jays Cardinals World Series Championship and Goldie and Aaron Otto can play in game that's three, where That's four. where it's going
1: to get super fucking interesting is playoffs. What the fuck? And they're not. Canada's not changing. I didn't even think soon. about that.
0: They're not changing anytime
1: soon. Doesn't look <laughs> like it, at least. I mean, like, it's been a huge blessing for uh, some of the series. I mean, like, we just went through the KC one where it was like, I mean, yeah. come on. They're not good though. in the first place though. The Phillies won, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. No, no, not really. JT is not good anyways. Mm-hmm. But this one's fucking huge. This this is this is the first series the Jays have played at the Rogers Centre where a sub, like a very core important all-star mm-hmm. star players are missing, which is yeah. I'm kind of feel bad for. It's like, whoa. Like could you imagine the Jays having to travel somewhere and no Kirk or Vladdy or like no Bo or I guess yeah. not Bo. A Springer, I I guess. Fucked. That'd be so crazy. It's wild. I,
1: the Jays are going to – it's going to be a murder, both these games, right? Has to be. I mean, you got to think. I mean, the crowd is – the fan base is pumped. Like, they're going to be fired up for this, this series. Dude, it's like –
0: I'm looking at the remaining couple games here. It's like, man, if – the Jays are a six-game one streak right now. And I, I will say this. I'm not going to be mad if the Jays lose one game during that series – it's, it ha- it's baseball. Mm-hmm. It happens. But we got the Cardinals yeah, here without baseball. Goldie and Arenado. And then you got the fucking Tigers four-game series on the weekend. Like, these are all very winnable games. Like, this is where – this is the opportunity the Jays have here to, like, stretch their lead against the Red Sox and the Rays. They're only half a game up right now, right? And yeah. the Rays are facing Baltimore on the weekend in Baltimore. So, that's not going to be an e- easy series. So, I think it's going to. I'm juiced for it, man. This is going to be sick. This is going to be oh, unreal. Yeah.
1: yeah, we got it. We got a good. We play the Orioles. I mean, the Orioles have been good, but we played them twice um, until the end of August. And then we play the Twins a series. Uh, we play Cleveland. So, there's definitely some good opportunity, a good window here to take a big leap.
0: Yeah, it's it. I'm expecting a dog walking of the Tigers. The Tigers mm-hmm. are pathetic. They need stink. To. The only good I love thing,
1: that they... I love that that series is at home. Yeah, they
0: should leave Fulmer in Toronto. Just fuck it. But um, I I, I did the Castillo uh, TikTok as well, mm-hmm. and people in the comments are saying like, don't give up Moreno. Like Moreno is the third cat. He
1: Kirk is so young still it's yeah no you just you just can't you can't have both of them play why are people gatekeeping fucking prospects so hard they always do it man like they just feel like they're so attached to these guys it's like you have to win man you play to win a world series you don't play to hold prospects that Will develop in four years. Like, Do you think the we're...
0: Dodgers last year cared about the prospects?
1: Yeah. They gave up, they gave
0: up all their like top five. They gave up all their good guys. And they got Scherzer. and those guys aren't
1: even those guys aren't even close to developing still.
0: Yeah. Like and, and they got Scherzer and Trey Turner. So Trey Turner stayed there. Scherzer was obviously a rental, but still, man, it's like we can't. Teams that win World Series don't win World Series gatekeeping prospects. That's something that I'm I'm praying to God fans start to realize that teams that win World Series they're not winning a World Series gatekeeping a fucking 18-year-old in Florida.
1: Imagine that. Oh, imagine that return. Like we could we could like looking at who the Dodgers gave up, we could 100% make that happen. Now, I think that they didn't give up enough to get Magic Scherzer and fucking Trey Turner. It's just on your you're adding team. two all stars. That is, it's absurd. just so like fun. that trade was absurd when it happened, and you just think about that. of imagine adding Trey Turner and Scherzer to the Jays lineup right now, holy, it'd be just crap. Stupid. Yeah, it would just be stupid. But I guess we can tap into this uh
0: series. So obviously, like I said, it's Barrios. So then I'm assuming Castillo. I'm going to say Jays sweep 2-0. Okay. When the Jays are hot, they're hot. That, that's just what
1: we've learned. They just keep winning when they're hot. I like that. I like the sweep, to be honest. Two-game series, um, missing those two key pieces. I like it. And I, I wouldn't be mad if a one-on-one. I think Barrios can win his start, but not sure about the.
0: Yeah, the Castillo one's kind of a toss-up, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. dude... This man uh, Tapia is thirteen for his last twenty-seven. He's hitting four eighty-one. Oh my
1: god! It's just good for him. The guy just fucks. Front office is looking really smart right now.
0: Yeah, they really are. Besides, like some of the bullpen guys they have. Except
1: but... Go get us a goddamn bullpen now. I'm excited for trade. I'm excited for the I'm trade excited. deadline, dude. It's gonna be because awesome. if the
0: Jays if the Jays keep playing like this, like they are, obviously <sighs> they're gonna make a huge splash. If, yeah, if the Jays keep playing, like, let's say they play mm-hmm. 650 baseball, right? Like, that win percentage, 65% win percentage. Going up to that trade deadline, then if I'm Ross Atkins, it's every prospect's fair game. Trade anyone,
1: just don't ruin the core, and you're fine. Like, do <sighs> it, man. Just picture, oh, dude, like, okay, for
0: the listeners, close your eyes here. The Jays just made it to the trade deadline. win win percentage. They're buzzing. They're way up in the wild card. They are like... The the playoffs are looking near here. Ross Atkins makes a fucking splash at the trade deadline. A starting pitcher. Imagine going to the Rogers Center again. We haven't been able to do this for so long. Imagine going to the Rogers Center again after a trade deadline when your team is in the hunt. is a World Series contending team and one of your acquisitions is on that mound, the Rogers Center vibes are the greatest vibes of all time when the Jays are like that. It's just, it gives me chills, dude. It seriously gives yeah. me chills thinking about
1: it. I remember that when price, man. We got him even too low, man. It was like, it's like the new kids on the block. When the new kids come on the block, man, and you see him in the new uni, it, it fucking, it lights everyone up. It just, it gets me rock hard, like, just rock mm-hmm. hard, just thinking about, like, a contender. even last year, like, it was, like, huge. Like, we were like, whoa. Like, yeah. everyone was so excited. You got to expect this year, like, I'm expecting two or three pretty decent moves coming. I I can't wait
0: for it. And and they're not going to be scared to do it, bro. I genuinely no. don't think they will no. be.
1: I think it's an all-in. I mean, it shows, like, firing Charlie, right? That, like, that was the
0: first, and we made a checklist. Fire yeah. Charlie. <laughs> Get a a starting pitcher. You should make a
1: trade deadline uh, checklist and put it on Instagram.
0: (laughs) I can't wait for the live reactions of uh, some of the trades the Jays are going to make. I think it's going to be awesome. I can't wait, dude, to go to the Rogers Center in fucking August if they keep this shit up. Like, last year, do you remember how sick it was when they were making that push? Game 162 against the Orioles was sold out because it was like, if they win this, they put themselves in a good chance to play the wild card game. Like this is it. And then obviously the nationals blew it, but man, that was fucking awesome. Was. I just love play. I love meaningful baseball in Toronto because obviously we care about it so much. All of like the fans
1: care about it so mm-hmm. much. No, oh, yeah. I remember oh, yeah. it was like last time we played when we were in playoffs. It was like a thirty percent fucking uptick in people wanting to play baseball in Canada. Like that's what happens to the city, man. When we're in the hunt, people just get excited, really excited.
0: I I, I might buy a Tapia jersey, by the way. I seriously, I want to be the one. I want to be the one-off dude with a Tapia jersey. He.
1: I wish I got a picture with him when I saw. him. Yeah, you street.
0: fucked up on that. That was. I wish because
1: then we could have just posted
0: that pic. That would have been like Tapia
1: again. It's like, it would have been like the video. <laughs> The That's fact that a- he was right beside me and he was so casual, just casual Tapia walking the streets of Toronto,
0: it's just so fun. Just I
1: fucking wish I got a pick. could have hung that up on my wall.
0: That would have been a good one. Mm-hmm. I, it's just oh, fuck. I love, I love Tapia. I love this Jays team when they're hitting like this. It's so fun to watch. You just sit back and just watch the bat. Everyone on the lineup, top to bottom, be a problem. And then just dancing on division like division rivals mm-hmm. graves is sick. Um, but yeah, man. I mean,
1: hopefully we can get the. So what's the deal with the website? Are you so? It, I'm working on it right now. It'll probably be just like a, a form. uh We should have it out this week for the boys to present. Say that again. I think you cut up What do you uh, say? I the said. Form? I so the payment processor worked, but I'm deciding on if we want to just make like a simple form or we can make a site and attach the payment processor so but we should have s- people will be able to pre-sale this week okay fuck yeah
0: dude i'm ju- people are juiced mm-hmm. for it it's gonna be sick yeah. and then obviously we'll deal with the bet 99 people mm-hmm. i don't know if i should have said i I, oh, I said that i did say that last episode but uh mm-hmm. yeah it's bet 99 obviously and we'll uh we'll go into that with that because i believe what we have right now is They match your first deposit up to $600. So whatever you put in, you get back. So that's going to be sick. Um, And the boys are, I mean, let's have a week. We had a great weekend. Now we got to have a week here. Little two game series. I'm predicting the Jays go. What's the next time we record So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm predicting the Jays go three and oh, I'm predicting it. I want at least a 10 game win streak. At least because we're talking tigers, yeah, Cardinals, Cardinals for the next three games. It's
1: it's really possible, man. Like it, it we could go on a heater here.
0: And none of us predicted the sweep, actually, which no. is sad. But who would have thought? Seriously, who yeah. would have thought? thought
1: really coming off the break? Like
0: it, yeah, definitely. But what a what a series, man. What a weekend. Mm-hmm. Jays are all the way back. Thanks, Avery, for showing up thanks Dave. um actually in another prediction i'm gonna say tapia stays hot and gets a standing go at the rogers center i'm predicting top Ta- i'm Ooh. predicting tapia gets a standing ovation at
1: the rogers center sometime this week okay. like for something he does i like that he deserves it man i love to see that shit i need to see that i love it because all those
0: stat nerds that when we made that clip like i think a month ago mm-hmm. we like oh tapia the tapia top oh look he's wrc plus just random shit you look so fucking stupid now, dude. Like oh, yeah. those guys look so dumb. And now they're probably throating him. Like it's just crazy. crazy. So shout out Tapia. Seriously. Fenway frauds is what the episode is going to be called because the Boston Red mm-hmm. Sox stink out loud. They do. They suck. All right. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Obviously, obviously a short episode because it was only a three day uh, in between just like most of our Monday episodes. But uh, what a series. What a win. And let's go 3-0 and before the next time we talk. Let's keep the train rolling. Fuck the Cardinals. Fuck the Tigers.
1: Let's roll. And uh, that's it. JR, anything else to say? No, let's get some dubs, man. It's going to be a big winning streak coming up. Thanks for showing up, Avery. Thanks for showing up, yep. Avery. <laughs>